Take a moment and pay attention to what your body does when you think of the word giving. How do you feel? Is it something that makes you feel a deep sensation of joy or does it drain your energy level? The saying goes, to give is better than to receive. However, if you give too much, it would be natural to resent the G word. Today, we are going to explore the topic of giving and how to approach it with balance. And speaking of giving, we are giving away free I Am A Smarter Vet t-shirts to those who screenshot this episode, post a link to this episode, and have a comment with hashtag SmarterVets in a Facebook post. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets. This is Tom Seco and CJ Burnett. We are financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the U.S., owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of this podcast, Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step. Make sure to check out all of our other resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. You know, I'm, I'm thrilled to actually have this conversation today because, you know, this it's so perfect time of the year for us to be talking about this. And, and we give so much of our time to the veterinary community when it comes to just helping in general. Which is funny that you say that because most people, when they think of giving, they think of money. Yeah, that's, it is really interesting because I've always thought about that on my side of things too, until I really explored what, what really giving meant. And it's fascinating when we always think about when we give, like, what does it really do for us from a standpoint for us, ourselves, for our community? You mean like, what, what do you get out of it kind of? Yeah. Like what, what do we get from giving? Like why, why do we even want to do it? Which is such a, a funny per, like way to think of like getting like you get something when you give right obviously some, like a lot of the times people they like giving because they get to see people feel happy and be happy right mm -hmm. enjoy something i mean that's one of the reasons why i would give so much in the time because i just love to see people happy and maybe people who are listening right now are thinking the same reason of like i give because of that purpose maybe there's that sense of purpose of wanting to contribute to something which i know cj you're very big on that side of contributing to many different causes that are out there well, I think, yeah, I mean, there's probably everyone has certain types of passions and beliefs and depending on how you grew up and your background, right, you might have certain things that you believe a little bit more than others, right? So you'll give to nonprofits, right? You feel like you're contributing to something beyond yourself, mm -hmm. that the things that even in the community that, you know, you're helping other people. So I think that that's a huge thing, you know, having some sort of sense of purpose, even though you have no idea where that money goes, you might give to 501c3s because you believe in the, what they believe in. Absolutely. Maybe it's a giving to lift others up or let's say feel good. Uh, I know sometimes giving can make people feel good. It makes you happy. Like we'd mentioned tithing. Funny enough. I think, uh, I, I think a lot of the times people uh, who are, who are in particular religions, right. They might, there's a certain amount of money that they give to their church, but you know, I think some churches are kind of like into obligatory tithing where it's kind of like you do it because like that's what you're supposed to do as opposed to really seeing is at, at you know as an it as an opportunity because i know whenever i tithe and i give to my church 
it's really an opportunity for 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 me uh, in how I and and how my own personal faith works. So, absolutely, and and also too, we look what another reason why we would want to give is to impact society. Maybe there's certain things that we want to be able to change or be able to have uh, a, a direct impact on. And the way that we can do that is by giving different parts of, you know, financially or time or whatever the case is. And, you know, there's one thing that we pay really close attention to our world as well. And I know this is a big conversation is the, uh, the not one more vet movement, which that's definitely a very huge opportunity to also to just help more of the veterinary community and make more of an impact along the way. Uh, which we actually are including the link below in our description of this podcast. So if you do want to go take a look at it yourself, um, and if also too, you want to give to the CJ and Tom foundation, I mean, we, we, we're definitely open for business. We're just totally kidding on that side. But... <laughs> the Tom CJ 501c3, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it, just think of a cause that matters to you, right? Fill in the blank. What is, what is something that matters to you? I mean, are you giving, are you giving money? Are you giving time? I mean, I, I volunteer time at like the kids church at my, at my church. Um, you know, I drove a van to uh, a van of middle schoolers down to a, uh, a conference a, a few months ago, which I, I, you have to have a high, high pain tolerance for that. Just, I'm just going to forewarn you. Uh, middle schoolers are very fun to hang out with, but, but after a couple of days, you could, yeah, a lot <laughs> of you listening have, have, I know exactly what I'm, what I'm saying. Right. And it's, if you're one of those that are listening to this episode at the moment and you're thinking like, I don't really have anything to give, like, what is, what is there to give? Um, and maybe financially you feel very strapped from a standpoint, but like what's so crazy about the idea of giving is there's so much more to it. It can come down to your time. Like that's the way that you can, you know, be able to provide for other different people. I remember back when, uh, before, when I wanted to do some giving, like I've, there's certain, um, you know, feeding, cause we're in Tampa, it was called feeding Tampa Bay. And I was helping build boxes and just even put food in boxes for people so they can come pick it up. Like that was such a, an awesome thing to do. Um, even the effort, like you can put some effort into something that you're just like, Hey, it really changes something for me, for society, for others. You can always get money. That's an easy one. Mm -hmm. I, I almost feel like giving money is easier than giving time sometimes because like time is so finite. Like you don't, you only have 168 hours in the week. Absolutely. Right? But money, like you, you know, you, if you, you know, got a bonus, I mean, you know, you could, you could just give that away and it doesn't really like your time really isn't impacted that much, but when you give away that bonus, right. But then there's also like effort, like you might have certain things that, that you can do that other people can't, or you might have certain knowledge that other people don't have. And, and I know that I've served on multiple nonprofit boards where I just, I came to a meeting to just like brainstorm and, and you know, we, got a few people together for like a, a coffee, you know, three or four of us just got together and we're, there's, there's a problem that we're looking to solve, but no one really, you know, we just need to put a lot of brain power towards that particular problem. So sometimes it's just skills and knowledge and, and, and brainstorming that, that I, I can, I can look back and say, yeah, I, I mean, I gave some of my time to it. Right. So I can kind of put that under the time, but it's even more so than that because packing boxes, you know, that that's a lot of time, but it doesn't, really require a whole lot of mental like juice 
Whereas I know that I've, I've gotten in rooms with, with a few board members of a nonprofit and just really like hammer down on like this problem. Like, how do we solve this problem? And, and we have to figure something out, right? It's more of a puzzle to put together than it is anything else. And if you were to the part where you feel like you don't have anything to give, or you're to a certain part of where it's like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm so tapped out. I'm so maxed out in my life this could be an opportunity for you to really sit down and take a look at your life of what really is, is meaningful to you from a standpoint of why you would want to give, which we'd be touching on a little bit, but you know, if you wanted to give money and you have no money, it might be because you're spending it all. There's well, going in different spots. And that's a lesson in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that <laughs> being finance guys, I mean, why, why not, you know, budgets and all those other things, but uh, maybe you have no time because, you know, maybe you're a person that says, says yes to everything or the boundaries that you have on, on your time are not there. And there could be something that you need to take a closer look at. Uh, maybe there's no effort because you know, you just, you don't have the energy to go do it. And sometimes the energy could not, it doesn't even have to be physically. It could be, it's so amazing how that our minds work is that when you actually use certain affirmations and you say things to yourself, how, your, your motivation towards certain things can drastically change. And I know personally, I've experienced kind of ups and downs over the past several months with having a, uh, a baby, because it's just like, I feel like I go into these funks, but then I keep pulling myself back out because I, I remind myself of, you know, the, the bringing myself back up to that level again of what matters to me and why is it important? Yeah. I think that that lesson is huge, right? If you're not giving is, are you not giving because you don't have anything to give? Right. Because I, th- and, and, and I think in, in another way to think of that, Tom, is probably are you giving too much? Mm. Right. In, in certain areas that may not actually be important. Right. Right. Because vets are very giving people. I, I mean, I don't I don't know of, a, of another occupational uh, segment of the population where there's not the, there's not some sort of I mean, the hearts of veterinarians by and large are 100% about giving. It's just a matter of like, what are they giving to, right? And they might, you know, you might be giving too much to Mm -hmm. the things that actually don't matter that much to you. And that's taking away from you being able to give to the things that do. Right. It's kind of like what you mentioned with no boundaries. Really, yeah, it comes on a lot of boundaries or um, it was so interesting. I was talking to someone the other day around just their, when it came to money too, because they really, she kept on, she said to me, she's like, I picked up the habits of my mom who like all the time, like I just, I keep spending money. I I'm out with people and I spend, and I pay for their dinners. I do. I'm like, I'm out with them and we're doing things and I pay for all the stuff. And it's just a, you know, there's so much giving that she, she's caught herself into where it's now causing, uh, could, could potentially be causing her some financial hardship, but the other things that are impactful to her, are, are now kind of getting neglected. They're getting ignored. Um, you know, even the effort part of things is, you know, volunteering or staying around for things that don't matter to you. Like other times, like I would say I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> raising my hand right now that yep. I, I've stayed around for things or volunteered where I'm like, why am I here right now? Like, what is the point of this? Most people could probably identify with that to some degree. Cause we, we said yes to something from a volunteering effort <laughs> halfway through the volunteering we're like oh my gosh why did i do this <laughs> this actually doesn't mean that much to me yeah i'm, I'm sure there's okay. people like that can identify with that too or listening right now <laughs> well and like and like i mean even if are you giving too much to certain relationships that you have right emotionally you know, going out of your way for others 
And maybe those others are important to you. Maybe they're, maybe they're not like, mm -hmm. it's kind of important to at least reflect a little bit on like, who are you giving all of your effort to within, within your relationships to know like, okay, are, are, am I keeping my priority, my priorities straight when it comes to the people that are in my life that I care about? Cause I think a lot of the times, you know, it, it, as someone who's got a couple people in, in my family who have dealt with abuse and, and different things like that, when you when you give too much and that person takes advantage, right, that can be a red flag for potential abuse, right? And so, you know, if you give too much to somebody and they're just constantly taking advantage of you, then it's it's probably a good time to reevaluate like, okay, well, you know, should I be, should I keep doing this? Absolutely. So much energy that's going towards stress that the stress is just absorbing you so much that it, it's making you lose focus of really what, what is meaningful to you. The, the, the time or maybe the money or the, the effort that you want to give to all those things in life that really do bring you energy or make you happy or excited towards the things that you're trying to accomplish by giving. Right. Worry, kind of worry, mm -hmm. anxiety, stress. That's kind of what you're talking about, right? Absolutely. It's like by those things alone, they drain your energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not giving it all right now. Do you have a scarcity mindset for any resources that you might have? And I know this is a big topic that we hear uh, time and time again, which we actually did an entire episode on this, I think towards the beginning part of 2020, where we talked about the scarcity, the, the abundant and the indifferent mindset that people might have when it comes to just different aspects of their life. And, you know, if you're not giving it all and it's something that you want to make part of your life, basically, it's like really looking and seeing what matters most to you. True freedom comes with not having anything that you need, right? Because you don't need anything because whatever need you have will control you typically. So, you know, if you're not giving it all, is it because you, you have that scarcity mindset because you're, you're, you are in constant stress, you are in constant, having constant anxiety Right. What is the origination of that? I think, you know, therapy and things are out there, which sometimes sound like they shouldn't be mentioned at all, but I'm, I'm going to mention it. Therapy is helpful. I'm a very positive person. Like I, I go like most days I'm a little like too positive. People come, I think it annoys some people sometimes. And, and hey, you know what? I see a therapist. Guess what? Like it, it's not something that you go to just because, you know, you're broken or whatever, right? That, that, that typical, I'd say stigma that comes with therapy. Like, I, and I'm, I'm going to be transparent. Transparency is, you know, good. For, what is it? Good for the soul, bad for the reputation is the, is what they say. But like therapy, you know, is not, should not be something that you uh, shy away from. It can actually be very helpful. Now finding the right person can be, can be difficult, right? So you have to give it a few tries, but if you find yourself in that spot where you have this scarcity mindset and you're always worried about what's going to happen or that, like you got to really kind of dig down and find what the origination of that was from and maybe go see a therapist and see, see if you can get help. Something that if you're really wanting to give right now, and one thing that you can do for all of the other veterinarians out there in, in the veterinary community is that you can write us a review on Apple podcast. Uh, you can go to our Smarter Vet uh, Facebook page and write us a review on there. Uh, share this episode with other people on your social media, because that can be something that they can be able to, if they're having the same type of concerns, the same type of thoughts the they, they want to get to that next step. Like you can be able to give them that gift of being able to, Hey, look, look go listen to this because it's really helped me in some way or another. We, we talk so much about giving to others and giving to different purposes and things that are out there, even from a money standpoint or from time and effort, skills and knowledge. 
However, are you actually taking time to give to yourself? Mm. Is that something that you're doing? I mean, most likely you're giving yourself something like it could be in, uh, intentional, like, you know, that Starbucks latte on Friday, because you know, it's Friday. You like <laughs> you it a latte, it. right? I like it a latte. Of course. <laughs> you can, we just, we can't, we're horrible at, at missing that opportunity. I mean, every opportunity we get to tell that joke, I swear. It's like, I think someone's rolling their eyes right now. Cause they listen to us a lot. Dad jokes. All of our regular listeners are like, Oh my God, guys, come on. <laughs> um, or it could be unintentional stress because you're too busy giving the best parts of you to everyone else that all you're left with is anxiety for yourself, right? Mm. Maybe, maybe that's what you're giving yourself. So by not giving your, giving yourself anything, by not allowing yourself to be a priority, you're actually giving yourself stress, anxiety, and you're reducing years off of your life. That's what you're giving yourself. Now, obviously, Tom, some of it comes down to mindset. It does. Right? Like I get to work compared to I have to work mm -hmm. trying to see the day as positive, even as people are negative around us. Like that's, which is ridiculously hard. Well, at times um, too, like, you know, positivity. And I think there's something just to even talk about that for a second. Like it's good to be positive. And I will say that there can be to a certain degree where I, I can, I will say it myself, and there might be some people that disagree. I mean, CJ, you might disagree with this too, or maybe you agree uh, is that there can be like an over, unrealistic amount of positivity where it's just oh, yeah. the positivity cool, yeah. is being said so much where it's just like not really taking a look at the circumstances and it's kind of just bypassing what reality is. It's kind of like when people, they yeah. suppress their emotions and just think that it's going to go away. And I think that like that over positivity is a way of just kind of neglecting and kind of deflecting what that really is. So, you know, especially if you are trying to have that mindset, I love that um, I get to versus I have to, because, Hey, you know, there's so many things in lives that if you really did look at your circumstance compared to other people, like they would love to be doing what you're able to do right now. I, you know, and especially when we get through our lives, it can be so easy to get lost in everything that we have and everything that we've been doing that we lose that sense of like what really all of this meant to us. Yeah. I think of like the, the dirty dishes, you, you get to do the dishes, right? Yeah. Well, no. No, no, I don't want to do that. You get the you um, get the mow the grass. I just... I'm allergic to soap, <laughs> so when I when I wash dishes, I, my whole body. I'm, I'm allergic to people telling me what to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, like, weirdly enough, a few years ago, I heard um, somebody talk about how like dirty dishes. Like you can look at the dirty dishes and go, "Oh crap, now I gotta clean all these dishes." Or you can look at it like my family ate on those dishes. I have a family. I get to spend time with them. The dinner that was on those plates, you know, was time that I got to actually be with. Them. Mm. And so these dirty dishes are actually a representation of a memory. And, you know, like it's, it's kind of like, how can you reframe what you see so that what you see is the positive things represented by the things that are in front of you? Yeah. So I, I always think of dirty dishes and dirty clothes and those things like that are kind of mundane and they're, they're all the time there, but it's like, Hey, like if you didn't have a family, you wouldn't, you'd be doing laundry on your own stuff. Well, here's something too. My wife made mention of this the other day. And I, I was just like, wow, you're blowing my mind here. Cause she's like, look, there's so many things that we don't want to do. However, you have to do them and you can either do them with a positive attitude or you can do them with a negative attitude, but they have to be done either way. Right. So you might as well like do it with a positive attitude because so many more people don't want the negativity. So like you might as well do it in a good mood. And I, I mean, I was watching a commercial the other day and I saw 
they're they're showing like the new washers and dryers for like one of the companies and the ladies over here dancing and singing and everything and i'm like hey why don't you take a moment and try to do that yourself you know giving is to yourself too because like really if we look at from the financial standpoint because we have to always talk about this as well is that you can give to yourself by saving money saving money either for like that rainy day saving money for that trip you want to have or even saving money to the, the day that you don't have to work for a paycheck every single day. I know the more cash that someone has on hand, typically the less stress they experience. Oh yeah. The more flexibility they have. Oh, of course. And it's also too, it's like, you know, there's this whole, depending on who, who you are and who's listening to this at the moment, you might be at a different stage of your life. And, you know, retirement is usually what the word that's thrown out there. I feel like, you know, for CJ and I, like that is such a, a far out thing at times. And like, we kind of yeah. have to like visualize well, what that really is. It just seems like this, like retirement just sounds so like, just so associated with being older, mm-hmm. right? It's so associated with, you know, kind of like, okay, your career is done, right? And it, and it seem as it's seen as a, a closing of a chapter, but no one ever talks about the opening of that new chapter. Right. Right. Because you can't, you can't just retire from something. You have to retire to something else. I mean, this is one of the reasons why a lot of the times when people are in their 60s, they they don't want to retire. It's like, oh, well, you're 65. This is the time to retire. And they're like, I don't want to. They don't want to because like it doesn't make sense because they, there's nothing for them to go to. They're, they're still working and they still love to work. They're still excited to do what they're doing, especially when you're a business owner or, or you know, you, or whenever you like to go to the office that you work at, like, what are you retiring to? Because, you, you know, that vision should be what fuels what you're doing today how you're going to get to where you want to go. That's, that's very powerful because especially too, I think of like looking at ourselves, because I think that's the biggest example, even in our world uh, to really connect the dots is that, you know, we love so much of what we do and how we help people. And it's, there are certain other things that maybe we want to experience in our lives that because a lot of our time is getting absorbed by doing what we're doing right now, it doesn't mean that we're saying bye to something or we can't ever do it again. It's just more or less of, it's opening the door for new opportunities. And I think that's, that's fantastic. And especially if it's like, you know, you wanted to pick up another, another career, or maybe there's an avocation that you want to do or trips you want to go on, or, you know, you want to develop a new skill when it comes to golfing, uh, spending time with your family. Like those are, there's so many different things beyond just working. And I feel like we've all been taught to a certain degree where it's like we work an entire career and then eventually we just stop. And then I feel like, you know, CJ and I, we never want to retire because we feel like we're just going to sit here and be like, what are we going to do with our lives? Because it's like, well, that's, we, the, that's the whole thing where we joke about like roaming the halls in the office and when they're like 90 <laughs> years old and everyone, everyone's like, when's, when's this guy going to like leave? Like, yeah. why is he, why has he been here for 90 years and still, you know, around? But I mean, I, I know I love what I do, but I mean, to a certain degree, like Tom, you know, there's a retirement job that I'm going to have. Right. I want to, I, I know that I myself want to be a professor at some point in my sixties. So I might still do what I'm doing, but then also be a professor on the side because mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the way of giving back. Right. There's, so there's things that I know, even me personally, like I want to retire to, and I'm not just going to retire from something without having something else to go to. Absolutely. Like this, this is your, an opportunity to pivot and start to look at things a bit differently. If you are in that kind of funk and you're like, Hey, I want to start giving and I don't know what to, or let's say that you're over giving, you know, you can really have a chance to take this time to do that. And, you know, you can press the restart button and reorganize your priorities because, you know, if there are things that you are 
doing right now that you don't want to be doing. And they somehow crept up on the list of priorities for you. Like, Hey, why don't you really sit down and, and, and think about what matters most to you right now? Like uh, from a relationship perspective as well. So it's like occupationally relationships, family, achievements, maybe there's achievements, maybe there's new hobbies, maybe there's things that you've always wanted to do that you just haven't found the time for. Like maybe now is the time to say, okay, I'm going to start saying no to these certain things that I've been saying yes to for the last year. And I'm going to start saying yes to other things that are just more important to me for right now. Absolutely. And look, the biggest thing, there's some things that maybe look like non-Everest trying to accomplish them right now. And I will tell you, life is not about it, it's not about getting to that one place. It's always about that journey along the way. And when you can make those slight little tweaks and those little adjustments over time, where uh, there's one, one book that I read a long time called The Slight Edge. And I just, even just talking about reading, let's say if something was like you wanted to start reading today, uh, if you can literally take 10 minutes per day, or let's say read 10 pages per day, you'll end up finishing an entire book within 20 days. And just that little action every single day of doing something different can make a huge difference over time. And then being able to enjoy the journey as you're doing it. If you're loving this podcast, help spread the word by sharing this episode on your favorite social media platform and rate us on Apple Podcasts and the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by park avenue securities guardian or florida veterinary advisors and opinions stated are their own 0023-163463 expires october 2025